What's going on, guys? Welcome into episode 90 of The Scope. This is a program where we talk about FPS games, news of the week, and we actually have a lot going on. I'm excited about it. If you can't tell by the pace at which I'm speaking, I'm pretty excited about today's program. Uh, joined, as always, on my Wait, you're right, my left. I get that wrong yeah. almost every week, dude. Blue, what's up, man? What up, brother? How was I gotta, your trip? It was awesome. I got to practice that in the mirror. My left, you're right. My left, you're right. I'm going to practice Wake it. up in the morning. <laughs> my trip was awesome, man. I actually uh, harvested two feral hogs uh, with firearms. And, nice. And uh, obtained, obtained oh. some protein for the family. It reminds me of uh, that video that tag they retweeted of the guys that were hunting the hogs with like the 50 cows and the uh, yeah. ar-15s fully automatic just, just i wasn't i wasn't quite that crazy um, you weren't you weren't that crazy okay no. all right no i was able to get one uh with my 458 socom and then uh also my i did a spot and stock with my uh revolver my new smith and wesson 44 mag revolver i, Ooh, I did a spot nice. and stock and got one and then uh, it was part of a, an all-inclusive bachelor party extravaganza. So then we went to the lake and went catfishing and, and caught a whole bunch of catfish. Um, so catfish were like noodling, like pushing. Oh, push, uh, we're actually crazy. actually running jug lines, jug lines and trout lines. So okay, going out okay. and setting them, and and then going back and checking them later. Oh man, so. I, wa- I walked by the lake this weekend and uh, saw a couple gators. You got gators down there. Seen a little bit more. Yeah, we got some gator, little baby gators, and then I saw the mama gator, and I said no. <laughs> ah, man. I I I get incredibly uncomfortable in situations where I realize I'm not the top of the food chain. So like, going to the ocean. Yes. Yeah. Like I have a few trail cam pics of mountain lions. Um, like when I had the encounter with the bear last year, it's like anytime I'm not the apex predator on the food chain. I get incredibly uncomfortable and we have opposable thumbs, man. (laughs) Yeah. You can operate heavy machinery. (laughs) The problem with opposable thumbs is they're not that sharp. Um, There are other sharper things out there. Yep. (laughs) So that's what you got. That's what you really got to watch out for. Um, Dude, I was gone. Like, of course, every time I'm gone, like a bunch of stuff happens, of course. So like I I got back to civilization and checking Twitter and it's like, gee, many Christmas, man. I missed... I miss Fry's Transients devlog and the demo that he surprise dropped. Um, I missed all that stuff. So I was pretty bummed. Mm-hmm. There was something else that happened then, too, that I was really bummed to miss. But we'll, we'll eventually get to it because I have a list of things to talk about. Man, how, how was your weekend? What do, you, what do you got going over there? Let's see. Uh, this weekend was just nothing. Like, I mean, literally just in the... In the well, actually, no, I can't say that because we ended up going outside anyways, but... The original plan was to just sit on the computer and work on stuff. And then we were like, let's just go somewhere. And then family came over, stuff like that. And then it just, it all went downhill. I mean, it was great. Don't get me wrong. I got, I got this really great restaurant, but I was like, I got so much more work to do. <laughs> but, I feel um, that. Um, when- and then I had the um, Ascended um, playtest, Ascended Infinity playtest play on. Uh, um what was that the 30th yeah the 30th so saturday so i played was, with uh fry and abel how was that that was that was fun yeah no um it, it was good i know we'll talk about that in the quick shots probably but definitely um like i said earlier going in with no expectations it 
was a nice change of pace, but I'm worried about the game itself more of just like, I'm just worried about early access games in general nowadays. Yeah, same. Yeah, just all shooters, like all indie mm-hmm. small shooters. I'm I'm terrified for. Um, yeah. I mean, even when we're talking about, and I, I was gonna, t- I I meant to put this in the quick shots, but I'm just now thinking of it. Like they had all those layoffs at Unreal Engine at um, Epic Games. I didn't that even w- hear about that. And then you yeah. got the Unity stuff. Yeah. True. So it's just not looking good for game engines, man. Man. Well, I mean, but he, they, they talked about how it had to do with Fortnite and stuff. And it's like, when you have Fortnite, which is like nice. the microtransaction king having to lay off people, what, where are we at? I, I think what we're seeing, and th- this is a big political program, I, I think we're just seeing the effects of an overall shit economy on everything. Like, that, it's but I also think too. Fortnite grew up, like, grew to like heights never imaginable. And I think the uh, Fortnite craze has, I mean, I bet you if you look at like the peak of Fortnite gamers and then now it has probably died down exponentially. Um, so that probably means, all right, we don't need all these people working in the office now. Um, maybe it's time to downscale and maybe focus on more specific things when it comes to Unreal Engine. So I don't know yeah. if that's, if that's, you know, if it's, if it has to relate to Fortnite. That's just more of like a you know company move, which as sad it is to say, they're not focused on the developers and the designers. They're worried about the money and the income. So and then that uh that hyena game shut down too. Um so yeah, like they like they said in chat, uh like Jordan said in chat, it's a great year to be a gamer, but not so much a game dev. They've been feeling the heat of the economy. Uh, I don't know even if it's really a great year to be a gamer. What? What do we have to look forward to? That's a big good title. But I mean, what have we had? That's what I'm saying. Like Baldur's Gate. I mean, if you expand outside of FPS games, of course you have to expand outside of FPS true. games to find yeah, good games. Yeah, we're, Starfield we're us FPS fanboys. How dare we? Yeah, you got to venture <laughs> outside because <laughs> FPS games are a lot uh, of good games. Yeah, are here. But you had. I'm trying to think within FPS games. I mean, you had, I guess, CS2 is really big, but. I heard that, uh, you know, went kind of, people are mixed about that. Yeah, I want to, yeah, we're going to dive into that a little bit. I haven't got to play it very much, and I I don't know if I would be able to give a huge uh, detailed synopsis of what's going on anyway. But uh, we'll talk about some of the community's reactions and see what people, what people think. All right, all right. Uh, other than that, now you had your trip, and I mean, I, I know you saw me streaming some Titanfall 2 earlier. Yeah, that of was course, excellent. when I turned off the stream and I was like, all right, let me just play a little bit more. I was going like, and I recorded it. I was going like 15 and 2, 24 and 7. I was like, what is wrong with me? It's Why streaming, is it that man. off stream I can just go off? Yeah, and that's streaming, baby holy crap i re- like i recorded it and i was just like what yeah no it's a hundred percent streaming it's the same for me especially in rainbow six i feel like because you're, you're focused on chat right like the people you're streaming for your community and your community takes precedence so you're reading chat you're taking yourself out of the game and i'll do that i'll catch myself doing that in rainbow six like between rounds I'll start talking to chat and then I'll come back to the game and be like, okay, where were we at? What op do I need to play? What site were we on? Like I'll have to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. put all that back in my RAM 
like I have, you know, my RAM with my short-term memory. Your internal RAM. Yeah. Um, but then it's not it's not really even even getting nervous. It just takes my focus off the game, which is fine. Yeah, because it's definitely it's not anxiety. Like but, they said, it's it's I don't know. Yeah, it's because I've focused. I've streamed for years. Yeah, but I don't know. And then I went and okay, and people and I we talked about it before, but I played a little bit of World War Three. Just let me be. I'm craving for a new FPS, and I don't want to play Call of Duty. I don't want to play Battlefield 2042. So I was like, you know what? The uh, hardcore attack ops is there. Let me give it a shot before the player base drops down to a two-digit number, because it has done that now um really and uh i would dude i i got accused of hacking <laughs> immediate first game back and i got accused of hacking you're too good and i was just i was just like why it's like how where is my skill that i can I just transfer this skill to other games please like yeah but. i get it and then i like in rainbow six the few times i play off stream it's like oh my god dude i can just lock in and and the comms are on point and I'm following along with the game flow and I play so much better off stream. Yeah. Yeah. But I have too much fun streaming, so I saw you play yeah. I saw you play some some uh S and D that that uh match that you had where like you guys are it was like a back and forth and right at the end you guys clutched it up and then the entire other team race quit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, that, that's a good feeling. As, as much as you wanted to shit talk them, that's why we play bomb modes right there. Yeah, the back <laughs> oh, and I didn't forth. Even know Titanfall had a one life mode. It did. I wish it was more bomb. Yeah, it's got a one life mode. I wish it was more bomb related. It's more of like each team has to hold on to a flag for as long as possible. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a uh, one life mode. Really, I didn't know that. Is it active enough? Like you can play it now? Yeah, yeah. I don't know about right now. I don't know if it's like the same now, but it definitely. Uh, Titanfall Two, the the hype is slowly dying. I will say. Um, it, yeah. So if you want to get into it now, because it went from, you know, what average, like, my God, I can't even like remember properly what it was like a hundred. No, no, sorry, not a hundred. Like twenty thousand, thirty thousand. It close. It got close. It was like twenty-seven thousand was like the all-time peak, but then now it's going back to like the ten thousand, seven thousand. Which again, for a game from twenty sixteen, is still pretty, you know, cool to see. But yeah, it's about right now. I'm looking at it right now. Forty, forty-eight hundred people right now. Twenty-four hour peak is seventy-nine hundred. So man, yeah, I just not bad. <laughs> this seems to happen a couple times a year. Um, if you look at the like the long term axis, like graph down at the bottom, you can see a big spike in twenty one, two pretty big oh, spikes yeah, in twenty two. I can I see just, that because I I feel like we we've, we've talked about this like every every once in a while, like this comes up in the every quick shots or something. Titanfall comes back. It's yeah. like guys, Titanfall's popping right now, and then it kind of dies down, and then like it's almost <laughs> like three is good right around the corner. Yeah, no, and then it's almost no. like quarterly, and it's like it's happening again. It's happening again. No, sorry. <laughs> but yeah man other than that i'm excited to get some games in search has been fun i've been on for it's weird i've been playing a lot more search than i have been rainbow six um i've just been having fun with with the dynamic getting that same kind of gameplay in and uh shitting on people who aren't very intelligent it's been uh it's been pretty fun and i, I man we don't give up either we've had so many where we just come back and stuff uh from being like three or four rounds down and it's 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 just been fun 
It's such Call of Duty yeah. is such an accessible game, man. You can just get in and play it. That radar drone, like you said, is is oh yeah, it's clutch. Yeah, I I've tossed around the idea, and I just think it'd be bad for me because I'm I'm not as mechanically gifted as a lot of search and destroy creators. Shout out Handler, I love watching that guy's videos. He's insane. He's an incredible player. Um, I'm not good enough to do that, but man, I just kind of want to be an S and D creator. Uh, for call of duty because if you think about it there's always updates it always affects the meta there's like every week there's updates you have all the seasons you have this mid-season reloaded you always have content to talk about and then you have it and you if it sucks at least a video a week and maybe even two yeah if there's a lot of good stuff coming out and and if it sucks there's another game within the year so it's not ne you're never going to be like a battlefield creator who's going to have to wait now like another probably two years to get another game while 2042 is yeah. just chilling on live support so yeah i don't know it'd be cool i just don't i don't think i'm good enough but it'd be fun to make videos to teach people about what i've learned playing search from a tactical perspective and like i'm telling you man everybody like here's a pro tip for people playing search everybody wants to run dead silence because they can run behind and get a couple kills and i will say this put it on a shirt Dead silence will get you kills. Recon drones will win rounds. It will win you I, I, rounds. I heard you say that, and I was like, that makes so much That's sense. That's it, man. And, and you're not get... just playing for you; you're playing for the team. Yeah, yeah. So if you got, if you have like three people running recon drones, and you, you when people start earning them in like round three, uh, that's it. Like it's over most of the time, unless you're playing like a super super good team. Nice. Yeah. Well. So funny, real quick, that we got someone from Brazil in chat. By the way, shout out Brazil. And that clip that I showed you was from San Paulo. Are we gonna, am I going to pull up that clip, dude? I feel like you have to now because <laughs> literally that just happened. So the reason you guys might have known, spoil, well, not really spoiler alert, but like just to go a little bit deeper into what's happening in our real lives, the reason we were laughing at the beginning of the program <laughs> is because of another i don't know why we show this it feels like we're promoting not gun safety but i hope you guys can tell by the way we're making fun of these people that this is not a good idea um if i play it will it so yeah i just guess um it. in brazil they just have a person the homicide department yeah the homicide department they just have a person that runs back and forth in front of the trainees while they're shooting. Let me paint a picture for you, podcast listeners. There are four trainees in an indoor shooting range shooting at a silhouette with their carry handguns. And the instructor is running back and forth like a duck at a carnival shooting gallery. And they're trying to shoot around <laughs> their actual instructor. Uh, they're shooting around like their actual trying, instructor. He's trying to like juke them and stuff like that too trying to like stop mid-step you know to kind of throw them off like uh, i don't trust i don't anyone. know how this can be fake and how can that instructor just step in front of those people firing handguns and just like is it be fake? ready for I mean, it that guy from brazil says it's fake we, you had something that you said it might be fake i don't know how it would be fake blanks i guess but yeah i guess but, you know i i don't really i don't see any impacts on the back those but. are not blanks though uh, you can tell from the I'm recoil. Shells. I'm seeing shells. Yeah. Well, shells will come out with blanks, but they don't have recoil, and and you can tell, you can tell. I mean, dude. They do, but it's not like it's not a lot. It's, it's in the, like more of the gas. Yeah. So the only thing I can think of 
is this guy's got a death wish, and if this this is the homicide department, they're also about to be able to practice processing the scene of a crime here in about two fucking seconds, man. <laughs> because there's about to be a homicide. So that's fitting for the homicide department mm -hmm. to be. They're practicing yep. homicides almost. I another scope terrible range video of the week. I don't know why we promote non-gun safety. Probably because it's funny. Um yeah. The Darwin Awards from Brandon. Anyways, video Almost games. One. Video games. Oh, is that what we're here for? Oh yeah, I think so. Okay. Um I guess we'll talk about Battlefield season six and I'll try not to get bitter. I'll try not to be an asshole. I'll try I'll try really hard. Um or I won't. I'll just let it fly. But um yeah, Battlefield season six is happening. Uh they uh, announced it via the Dark Creations trailer. Did they think of that name themselves? Um, it is a cool map and a really cool trailer. And I think we've said this a lot of times, and I think you would agree with me, that the trailer team deserves a raise. Like, the, it was a movie. The dude. trailers are always on point, man. They're always, like, really, really, really good. There was a lot of speculation going around. There's been a lot of Easter eggs and stuff. I haven't kept up with it too much. A lot of people were thinking this map, the, the visuals on this map look incredible. I'm not sure how it plays. Like that remains to be seen, of course, like how it'll flow, cover. It doesn't look like a wide open disaster, um, but the visuals on the map look really, really cool to be in a lab set inside like that biodome thing. Um, so you have like Argon Forest and like you have under, it looks like a mo super like futuristic Argon Forest and Battlefield 1 kind of. Um, I don't know. What'd you think of the trailer? I mean, starting from like the beginning of just like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard for me to tell, especially when you had that quote of, say, uh, I forgot who said it, of basically saying, Season six is going to be one of those interesting moments. Ryan MacArthur. People go, what is it? Yeah, he said, yeah. It's like, well, I didn't expect that, but that's really Battlefield. Like, this doesn't scream Battlefield to me. As much as, as, much as it's cool, this doesn't go, yeah, this is, yeah, this is Battlefield. That's really Battlefield. Like, what? Unless, I mean, until we maybe see gameplay trailer, but. It, it screams almost, Battlefield to know. me. Does it? I mean, yeah. super soldiers, cybernetics. Yeah, because you know, it's a, it screams Battlefield to me. orange eyes. It absolutely screams Battlefield to me, Blue, because it is an overhyped trailer, one map for the season, and a bunch of paid uh, cosmetics. True. Yeah, That's okay. why it's screaming Battlefield to me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a lot of talk about with the lore and stuff, talking about cybernetic soldiers. This looks like there's zombies in it and stuff, and there's been some speculation that, oh, we're going to be able to play as zombies or there's going to be a zombies mode. You'll probably get the mid-season mode that might have to do. I could see where they started out with a knife. That could be a teaser that maybe they'll do some kind of infected mode or something mid-season. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is the same thing we've gotten all year. It's a season with one map and cosmetics. There's going to be one new assault rifle. I'll pull up the... There was a leak from a Chinese uh, game storefront that showed what's going to be there, and I'll pull that up. But it's three weapons. I know one of which is a sidearm. One map, one vehicle, and that's it for the entire season that we've been waiting for for like four months. And it's just, it's a pitiful amount of content. And it might be good, and that's fine. 
and the game's playing well. It's not as buggy. I can't get it to launch with my EA app, and I try about three or four times, and I say, well, it's just not meant to be. Then I go play something else. Um, <sighs> I don't know. It might be really good. It might be quality. At the end of the day, in my opinion, this just is not enough content for a quote-unquote robust live service. Andrew Wilson has plans for this game. CEO of EA, as he stated all those months ago. So no, now we got like possibly like the quadcopter or quad drone. The dragonfly I mean, is what it's called. Well, yeah, the dragonfly. Yeah, and I'll I'll so. tell you, man. I'll just say, like this is this is what season six, and Call of Duty is on season six of their game that came out this year, and like season six reloaded and stuff. And this game's been out for over two years now at this point, and it's just the content is just not enough. Um, portal. It's like now we're getting a, a CQB map. Yeah. After this long, Portal sits idle, um, not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the last, the last season map that came out that was kind of like Zavod. I really liked the map. I really did, and I played it for for a few weeks, and then it's just like, and then they moved this season back an entire month. And it's like, man, we got to wait like four months for any other content. And you have Portal yeah. just chilling with nothing, like just begging for some classic maps to be put in there. Like, yep, it's crazy. It's crazy. At the, at the end of the day, I'm not going to give this game m- much of a chance because of the incredible lack of content. Uh, but I, on the positive side, this trailer rocks like they always do. It's an awesome trailer. And the visuals on the map look really, really cool. I don't think we've seen, I don't think we've seen a night map. This looks like it's going to be a uh, pretty much a night map. We haven't seen one of those since like the Neville Knights from BF One. Oh, Battlefield One, yeah, true. I mean, I haven't really. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there were uh, two. There were a couple of night maps in Battlefield One that I really liked. But yeah, man, I don't know. What well, I'll I'll pull up. I'll try to pull up that tweet that says what's that? What's coming? Yeah, other than that, I mean, what's what's to expect from another Battlefield update? It would know? be it would be cool if they did the uh um that's in the that mid-season game mode was like infected or something. I thought that in the first opening scene where he snuck up behind the guy and stabbed him with the knife, that makes me think like the infected game mode. Then he would turn into a zombie and then it's like survivors versus zombies. Where's my dinosaurs? I don't know. <laughs> Like if you if they bring zombies before dinosaurs, in my opinion, that's just messed up. Especially for how how long they teased dinosaurs in Battlefield, and I know that seems dumb, you know, to some people. But look, let me have it. I I wanted I wanted an Abrams tank fighting against a T Rex, and infantry fighting against Velociraptors. I don't know something about it, especially when they teased all the Easter eggs of the little dinosaur. Um, heck, I think. Even in 2042, there might have been like a little dinosaur statue Easter egg, perhaps. I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like there was I a... for sure it was... I feel like there was. There was I a really dinosaur like was. weapon charm if you pre-order. I think. You know, so you had that. You had, especially in Battlefield 4, the uh, an actual dinosaur uh, Easter egg that uh, roars in the background. You know, you had skeletons in Battlefield 3 of dinosaurs and a pterodactyl flying around. So like the assets were actually in the game. I don't know. Maybe 
it's like because especially back in the day when like um what was it because call of duty had zombies battlefield had nothing back in the day yeah chat is oh, pure but- chat is pure gold right now i'm i'm <laughs> apparently i'm being a really bad youtuber i need to be I need to ride the hype train and get people really excited for season six. And then when it comes out, then Woo! I can be pissed and disappointed and, and get the negativity views. I can't wait to play Battlefield Dude, 24 season, two, six season six. Is saving the game. They might reach 5,000 players on Steam, dude. It's going to be incredible. Make that a video right now. Instant 100,000 views right there. Easy. Season Easy. six is saving this game. Uh, so you have via Battlefield <laughs> Bulletin. Uh, shout out them. They were going to take a break, but decided not to. Um, new closed quarter. They're kind of forced to with how much content comes out in this game. Hey, um, so there's a new closed quarters map, which does look cool. New weapons. So you have like a four month season. If there is another one and you get an AR, a secondary and a DMR. That's it. That's your three weapons to last you four months. New gadgets. <clears throat> this is about the 645th time. They've added a mechanic from old Battlefield games that should have been in from the beginning. You will now have throwable ammo and med packs, which have been in the last Wait. several installments. <laughs> yeah. And they, they call them new gadgets to get excited about. That's content, guys. That's content. Con- that's content. And then a uh, new vehicle, UV2 Dragonfly, and a new battle pass. Yeah, that battle pass is going to have more content than the actual content itself. So, uh, yeah. There you go. If you break this down, you have uh, a new map, three weapons, and old stuff from other games that should have been in there from launch, and a vehicle. So that's your uh, four months worth of content in your, as EA said, robust live service. Get your battle pass on, boys. This is Battlefield. This (laughs) is Battlefield. Yeah, so not great. In my opinion. (laughs) So I don't know what to do, man. Like, I don't know how to talk about. I'm at that point with Battlefield. Like, I don't know how to talk about it because I don't want to be negative all the time. But I can't really hype it up because I think it sucks. And I guess I'm just honest. And then people calling me like I'm just being negative and stuff. And it's like I'm being negative. I mean, you, you put out. Yeah, exactly. So you, you talk about the updates. It's lackluster compared to the last few games. And I mean, what else do other people are are they supposed to expect from you? I <laughs> heck, even uh, what's the full time Battlefield creators aren't even you know going, whoa, this is great, you know? Yeah, so. there's a lot of people on here who are um like excited. Um, and I mean, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know how you could still be putting a lot of hours in this game, to be honest, but power to you. Um, it might you, be... It, I have a feeling that it's going to be one of those... It's like the same thing with Call of Duty, where it's like one game is installed on someone's console, and that yeah. one game still might be Battlefield, because they might be more of a Battlefield fanboy than Call of Duty, and they will never play Call of Duty. Maybe they have both. I don't know. I guess that's it's, true. And it's re- it's really hard to to tell why. You, well, I mean, to be honest, people have been accustomed to this for a very long time already. Yeah, we keep getting. We used saw to this come. Older old gamers have saw this coming from a lo- uh, from a mile away, a long time ago, when they 
just introduced live service games, you know, pre-order bundles, stuff like that. At first, it was worth it, especially in the older games. You had a fully fleshed out game and then added content on top of that. And slowly but surely, they just started taking pieces back every year, every release, every game. To the point where people think this is normal. So when they see new, especially with Battlefield Bulletin, and no offense to him, but for him to post new weapons, new gadgets, new vehicle, new battle pass, like, instead of possibly saying new gadgets, which are already in Battlefield 1, Battlefield 4, you know, three weapons out of so many other weapons that could have come to the game, or it's probably there's even weapons in the game that's now that still need some tweaking, you know? Um, and one map, after, and you know, it, like in that tweet, they could have put out um, after four months, season six releases October 10th, you know? So yeah. this just hypes it up even more. Yeah. And of course, again, <clears throat> shout out to the trailer team. They make it seem so much cooler than it really is. And the audio in that thing, man, like the gunshot sounds were so awesome in the trailer. Holy shit, dude. Like, they were crazy. And that's nothing like the game will be. Um, and and no, nothing how not it'll look. And, yeah. the, And I don't know. A lot of people still are thinking there's going to be zombies. I think there's not going to be any new game modes. Unless you talk about, like, maybe they'll do that mid-season thing where they do a new game mode. Might have something to do if, with if zombies. If anything, it'll be like, it'll be for Halloween. Because Halloween's right around the corner, yeah. and then they'll take it away again. And, and it'll probably be something that you could just freaking build in Portal. Um, they'll probably just build it in Portal Exa- and make it a main mode, exactly. like the last. It's like three when of we them. saw, uh, it's like when we saw Knives versus Defibrillators, you know, in the trailer. Right. This is gonna be the same thing. You know, you don't see servers running twenty four seven Knives v Defibrillators. So. <laughs> right. But you might now. You might, you might see zombies plus uh, plus some uh, XP bonuses on top. You know, that was always fun. We'll just yeah. farming XP. Chat's absolutely on point this, tonight. And it is. I it's am. It's just, you know, to its core, it's a broken game. And as much as people don't want to admit that, and I know this audience agrees with this because they're informed. Shout out to the audience. Man, you guys. Especially audio Ooh. listeners. You guys are Ooh. awesome. But uh, everyone that's not listening, which you guys should be telling other people to come listen so they can be informed. It's 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 been broken since day one and they're playing catch up the entire time. I don't even know if I call it broken anymore. I just call it bad. Um, but I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. The <sighs> the the. Uh, the the val not the values but yeah just like at at its core you know yeah it just doesn't it still to this day does not feel like battlefield when i go to play it um in the crazy event that i can actually launch it and then i guess i get why pc players play this game still because if you're a battlefield fan and like large scale battles there's really nothing else um cod hasn't really supported the ground war and you can't play the old battlefields they added a new uh, anti-cheat. They're updating the anti-cheat for 2042. And it's an app. It's, it's, it's fucking bullshit that they're not doing anything about the cheaters on Battlefield 5 and Battlefield 1. You cannot play them on PC. Those are the two of the yeah. three most recent titles 
and you cannot play them on PC because of the cheaters. They won't do anything with them. And I think I'm going to go off the rails. I'm going to go conspiracy tinfoil hat. I don't give a shit. There is a very real possibility that they're just letting that happen be so people do not go back and play those superior games I and stick wouldn't. with the live service. They're not They're not saying otherwise. They're not saying, you know, oh, we just don't have the resources to go back and work on them. But they're not saying that they also do or do not, you know, so it's yeah. what's what's the reason behind it? If you tell us a, an actual reason, then no more conspiracy theory. We're good. But if you're not going to tell us the reason why you're not fixing this game, when it comes to the hackers and anti-cheat, it's gotta be money. Obviously, it's because it money. Yeah, money's involved, and it's 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 the investors. Why waste more time and resources and manpower to keep up to date with this game that released what twenty seventeen? Am I wrong about that? I could be Which wrong. One? I mean, this is uh, Battlefield One. I think Battlefield One, and Battlefield Five. I mean, like Five was Battlefield 18. One release date. So about a phone was 16. 16, then so, 18, then yeah. Yeah. You know, why um waste resources, you know? When they can make more money. I don't know. It seems it seems pretty shitty that someone would sit in an office and be like, if we fix these games, more people will play them, so we have to leave them broken. But I feel like that's a real possibility at this point. And I know everyone and I I know we're like beating a dead horse with this, but I know everyone's talking about like World War Three. And it's like, if only that game succeeded, especially because you said there's no other large scale yeah. um, shooter out there. Um, and again, when I said earlier, going back to it, it was fun, but the player count isn't there because the marketing team sucks. So early access doesn't have the, the, the budget for marketing and AAA has too much money <laughs> that they don't care about making the game good. Dude, that marketing so, team or that the trailer team is so good if they had that man. trailer team working for world war three i think it would be a we would be talking about a different game a different story about world war three i really I do believe it if oh, only if the service could hold up yeah and there was a content was like a fair amount faster but if I, the content was there yeah, yeah if the content was there which i'm still it's the you know what i just realized it's october we never got um the HVT game mode or any news about it. I just realized that. They just didn't do it. <laughs> they just didn't do it. <laughs> they just oh didn't do God. it, dude. And no one cares. Was, no one cares. And oh, like, I, told, so I forgot sad. about it. Yeah, that was supposed to be last month, right? That was supposed to be their Battle Royale extraction recon game mode coming back. And where is it at? Crazy. It's it's so, so it's sad. Either, we we've we've, either, we've yeah. yeah we've talked about it probably too much. It's so sad that game. Even when I play it now, the immersions there, I love. Oh God, I just freaking love the customization and the gun customization Dude, and all that. I'm stuff telling you, so I played good. the hardcore, and it turns everyone has. And I used to play it on my own. I used to turn off my HUD, hit markers, everything. Everyone has a slower running speed. Their HUD is minimized, mi very minimal. Um, there's no constant UAV unless you call one in and it, you can revive people. Anyone could go, like any teammate from any squad can come up to you and revive you. That's what it needs from the start. 
That's what it needed from the start, 100%. And, uh, and then you go, and then it's like, all right, well, if I can't, if this early access game can't do it, let me go try Battlefield. Nah, never mind. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, I'm looking real quick just to see if I did miss anything. Now, the latest update for World War Three was just skins. Even these guys are just, I mean, it's, you're focused on the wrong thing. Skins for weapons and vehicles that no one's using. Man. I really hope they listen. To, I know they probably won't, but if they do end up somehow listening to this podcast, someone from their dev team or their marketing team or whoever the fuck, like, you need to get this game on point because you, how many chances are, I, I, I don't think you're going to get another chance. And they're already looking for an, another game designer for another game. So like, yeah, all right, I'm done. My, I'm done on my rant. Well, we could talk about that forever. It's true. <laughs> Let's move on uh, to call of duty. Now I know you're not a huge fan. God of, damn it. I'm just kidding. That's I know you're not a huge fan. The stuff, the stuff that was announced earlier today, though, I think you might like. It has to do with weapons, and it looks really cool. So you, you might. I did see some of that. It looked kind of cool. I, it looks. Yeah. It actually looks sick. Um, I, I wish I wish Buff was here to break down all this weapon stuff for us. Huh. Wonder. Uh, wonder what he's up to. Um. <laughs> I mean, are so, we really getting that? <laughs> what? The. What? The um the the carbine conversion for the glock you have to that's oh god what's the, there's i forgot the actual name for it because i've i've sold them in real life but continue continue i'm look it up because i, I, I just, need to find it. i just wanted to take this moment to promote ourselves um before we talk about modern warfare and cod next coming this thursday there will be a live show uh to make it easy, we'll just do the same time. So we'll do 5.30 Central. But we're all going to watch the uh, the COD next. And then where they're going to talk about multiplayer Warzone. All that stuff. And we're going to react to it. So we're going to have a special episode this Thursday um, about Call of Duty next. We'll try to pick apart all this stuff for every shooter fan. Because as you guys know, Call of Duty does. There'll probably be Ground War. There's going to be stuff about multiplayer. So I'm going to be talking about it with Search and Destroy. Um, we're going to talk about... Um, all this stuff, they're going to talk about what's going to happen with DMZ. We'll get into that in just a little bit. I don't know what the hell's happening. Uh, Zombies is going to be there and Warzone and stuff like that. So there's like something for everybody within the Call of Duty. It's not saying they always get supported forever, but it's the probably the biggest shooter that people play um, around in our audience demographic. So we're going to break it down and talk about it. So we will uh, be having another program this Thursday. So you guys get two programs in one week. You're welcome. Do we do we tease or do we announce the big news, Blue? It's this Thursday, right? Yeah. Announce it about who will potentially be joining us. I think I think that uh, people already kind of figured it out. Buffs coming back. We... Buffs coming back. Yeah. Buffs coming back. Yeah. Buff's coming back Thursday. Um, he's going to rejoin the uh, the program as the third co-host moving forward. So, uh, yeah, that starts on uh, the special episode Thursday, and then he'll be hanging out with us on Mondays. Again, he's back. 
he got uh, he got business handled, and he's coming back. So it's pretty exciting. Hell yeah! I'll bring beers. I'll bring beers. Yeah, or I'll probably bring bourbon. But yeah, so it's pretty exciting, man. Buff's coming back. Uh, we're gonna have a special show. Last year, it, that show went awesome. We had a ton of new people. Uh, it hit the YouTube shit right because everybody was like talking about COD next, and uh, it was a really fun episode. So look forward to that on Thursday. Getting into what's happening now with Modern Warfare 3. It's a classic example of Crash, don't get excited. And then I'm like, but Crash, I'm kind of getting excited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, shouldn't, I shouldn't do that. Um, I mean, so, I'll be honest, looking at those weapons, um, I'm getting kind of excited. Stop. Stop me. I, I'm not. We're, what, they, <laughs> what chat was talking about earlier where we hype this up and then hate it later, that's what we're going to do now. We're going to hype the shit out of this game, and then when it launches, we're going to hate it. So at least we're transparent about it. Mark our words. Um, so I guess it's be easy. I had, I had some of this stuff pulled up on its own, but it's pretty much all summarized on Charlie Intel, so we can talk about this and react to it a little bit uh, going through. The big news that's kind of somewhat breaking um somewhat breaking is that dmz is going to be not showcased at cod next which doesn't feel good if you're into that mode uh but they're excited to share that we'll continue to support the dmz beta players will have continuing infiltration on the old maps thank you for your continued support and dedication to the beta we will share further updates closer to season one so what charlie intel goes to add a little bit of context that i don't think you can get from this but we're kind of thinking it but it's not 100 percent sure uh he says that modern warfare 2 is playable on the maps that's already is available but it looks like it won't be a part of modern warfare 3's war zone so he's kind of thinking it sound like it's going to die when the when the integration happens with Warzone when modern warfare 3 is integrated in since it is a little bit um uh, ominous i would say for the mode that's a cool word that it's not showcased at cod <laughs> next it doesn't it doesn't feel good um yeah so yeah um i don't know i don't feel good about it I don't feel good about it. Um, and then just like we do on this show, another MO, another thing that we love to do is have shows one day before news breaks. Like we do that a lot. So in uh, in that fashion, along those lines, in the spirit of that, Modern Warfare 3 multiplayer reveal trailer is tomorrow morning. Um, so we won't be able to react to it today because it's not out yet. And that's what we do. So there you go. Nice. Now, let's try to break this down because I didn't get a chance to look at this very much. We can try to figure this out together. Um, what's happening with the gunsmith? Because as of now, I think they need the gunsmith's okay. I think there's too many attachments. Um, there's too many stocks and too many foregrips and muzzle brakes that do the same thing. And the tuning is too granular. It's not necessary. Um, but... Gunsmith updates, attachments such as grips, barrels, magazines, and stocks will no longer require players to use a specific weapon after they've already been unlocked for another one. So that not that the same as it already is? You just have to unlock the category and then you get everything, um, you get everything going on? Yeah. I don't know. These aftermarket parts are screwing with me. What is it? So, okay. Now I know what that is. So that little white that big white conversion kit that basically change, takes your pistol into an SMG. I don't know if you've seen them before. They're micro conversion kits in real life. Yeah. Where basically you could take a Glock and just stick it in. They're doing it with the Renetti, which is just the M9 Beretta 
uh, the Beretta M9. That's all it is, or the Rafica, which is the the uh, the 93R, um, which is the full autom- fully automatic or first one, I believe. No, fully automatic. Um, and they're just doing that so you could put like a longer barrel and then it'll be basically an smg and um it looks and all of it looks 3d printed which um looks weird and then you have the like the the polyamont these are weird names the 762 it's just it's just a pkp patch neg and then you have the uh bullpup version um which is just a conversion kit, which I don't remember the actual proper name for that one. Or maybe I have it wrong. Maybe it's a P- oh, PKM and then the PKP. That's what it is. So it, it goes from a PKM to a PKP, which is the bullpup version, which is it's it kind of reminds me of um as much as people hated their gunsmith, uh Call of Duty World War Two, where you can just take any gun and convert it into like monstrosities. Um, you know, put like a Thompson grip on an M1 Garand and stuff like that, make it fully automatic. Um, weird shit. So you have that. Um, and then when I looked at the quote unquote Uzis, which is the 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 WSP Swarm, which has like a weird upper receiver, some of the aftermarket parts doesn't make sense. They're putting pistol braces. The ones that are technically supposed to be wrapped around your arm in a Call of Duty game. As much as in the civilian market, it makes sense in a military shooter. I think they just saw, hey, this has been put on a lot of guns in real life. Let's put this in our game and do absolutely no research on why this isn't a stock. So, um yeah it's it's just so awkward to see a pistol brace on an uzi (laughs) that's 3d printed that it's just basically the aftermarket parts are all just 3d printed parts even the micro conversion kit which you can buy in real life which by the way doesn't make your gun into a carbine atf um which also (laughs) does have that quote-unquote pistol uh fin or brace so on and so forth like if, I swear to God, if I see a pistol, if I see a fin in this game, I'm gonna cry. Like there were so many other conversion kits that you could have used, and you used the micro conversion kit. The the micro Roni is what I guess the the nickname for it. So <laughs> the Roni is in. It's, it's some. It is. It is some. Some be And uh, is this um? Is this part of the pre-order bundle? I don't Those think aftermarket so. aftermarket parts? No. Or is that just coming to How, the game? I just cause... read through it. So um, after you get a gun to max level, then there will be challenges that will appear for the aftermarket parts. So you get a gun to max level, uh, and then say for like the Roni, you have to do get 30 kills with five attachments equipped. Um, to, to, get, to change the uh, PKP to a bullpup, get 25 kills while hip firing or using tag stance. So remember, that's another thing. There's a soft aim. There's a tax dance aim um, in this game. Like point. Oh, like point aim. Point yeah. Aiming. There's like a. So- I always call okay. it a soft aim. Like PUBG has. Um. And then. Uh, yeah. So I think that's fire. how it's gonna work. Uh. I don't see. Oh, I mean. I don't see if they have. And I think the reason why they did this is because of the um, 3D printed 
Glocks that Makarov and his team had on the plane. It's like the second they introduced 3D printed, uh, 3D printing into the game. Let's just 3D print every single attachment now. You want a vertical grip? 3D printed. I mean, I guess you can. <laughs> the I mean, in reality, yeah, but it's just weird for a Call of Duty game. The, the LMG kit, the LMG conversion is much. It's not just 3D printed. That's it's, not bad. That's because that's a that's a you know real i believe that's a real thing that's actually kind of cool yeah i don't know how a bullpup works i don't know how a bullpup works on it's i mean it's still it's still a feeding tray on top it's just the uh mag the the bag is um just seated a little bit more forward and the stock is not as big so it's not really like a bullpup it's kind of it's really just like an angled box yeah, but I mean, the stock is moved up, so the action and the bolt is like next to your cheek, which I don't understand how this works because bullpups have to um, have the exhaust port to the right. This will have the empties and the chunks of the belt coming out right at your face. Um, so that's that, or I believe it's the bottom. I could be wrong. Those shouldn't be. Yeah, that's. I have to double check with the with the patch neck, but. Huh. I think that's going to be, well, then you right-handers get a little taste of how us left-handed shooters have to deal with shit flying by our face while we're trying to shoot. <laughs> Welcome to my world. It's okay. Yeah. You'll be, yeah. you'll be all right. You'll be all right. <laughs> so yeah, how I understand it is it adds replayability to all the weapons that are being moved over. So as we know, the move, the weapons are carrying over. So it just likes they're adding a little bit more progression and going to change the guns some way. I'm going to see some cursed weapons. That's for sure. Something's gonna be wild. Something's gonna happen. I mean, that was asked, that was always my favorite like um series on YouTube was like Modern Warfare 2019, like cursed weapon builds. It was it was pretty funny. And the fact that people were getting like good kill streaks with them. Yep. Some something there's gonna be crazy stuff. There's gonna be a every time there's gonna be broken stuff too um just like right now they're dude they're they're pulling a classic call of duty right now um oh Why? look who it is buff all right you want to you want to hang out thursday um so yeah we we clearly um didn't ask him before guys no 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 we didn't ask him buff's coming thursday <laughs> he's gonna be here we're gonna talk about call of duty yeah. next there you go um <laughs> What was I gonna say? Oh no, they're pulling they're pulling uh they're pulling a super, super classic Call of Duty right now on the battle pass. The Geist weapon is uh is really strong. The AR that's in the battle pass, it's so OP, dude. Like it, it's crazy. So we uh I will say there's a lot of pistols. I know Buff will agree with this. There's a lot of carbines. There's a lot of SMGs. There's a lot of DMRs and sniper rifles. I mean, we got the PKP now, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's an LMG. Oh, yeah. Buff. I wonder. We'll, we'll see how COD next goes. I wonder if Buff is going to air his grievances with us about the lack of LMG DLC. <laughs> I, look, I look forward to it. Um, He doesn't really like LMGs in video games. It's fine. 
But no, what I'm saying, I think the conversions are all right because it's it's kind of adding content to the weapons that were already there. So like you it have makes a re- sense from it makes sense. Yeah, it's just again, it's just weird to see a pistol brace. Yeah, it's dumb, but Very I mean, awkward. I feel like there's just they're yeah. kind of running out of ideas. Um, but <laughs> running out of ideas. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah, there's a whole rabbit hole with pistol braces. But oh, what was I gonna say? Oh. They're, they're they're doing the classic Call of Duty thing, the cl- classic Call of Duty thing right now. The the Tippis Geist or whatever. Uh, I don't know what the real gun name is because I'm I'm a basic. I bitch. haven't seen it, but I'm but, a basic um, bitch when it comes to firearms. But I just like the ones I have. Um, it's really really strong. Over my lunch hour, I was like, I'm gonna work on the battle pass because I really want this for playing search. It's so strong, and already at noon today, uh, Maliuk. Okay, I've heard that. Um, everyone was playing with it in search already. Like everyone had it. Many people. It's and of course oh, the TR seventy six. Huge surprise! Huge surprise! It's on the Black Cell bundle for twenty nine ninety nine US dollars. So you can buy it if you don't want to deal with it. And there is, I felt, anti microtransaction. Me, I'm not doing it. This guy, stand down, pitchforks away. I'm not buying it. But I got like a Ooh. little bit of fucking FOMO. Because it's like, I want that gun now. I don't know if I have time to unlock it. And it's really strong right now. And there's not going to be another season. So by the time it's the next season and it's easier to unlock with challenges, there, it'll be a thing of the past. So they, oh, dude, they, strange. It's, yeah. they play chess. They play chess with microtransactions, man. They're, they're on another it's, level it's with microtransactions. Based, just to help you out, it's based off the uh, Ukrainian Malyuk. Boom. Oh. Boom. There you go. Uh, Marquez, that's, by 39, looks that's like. not a new trend. It's not a new trend. They they put the they put really strong weapons on the battle pass a lot, but you can tell oh man, I just it seems too coincidence to have it be the last season. So it's gonna be kind of it's gonna be yesterday's news when the new game launches, but right now it's super strong and it takes time to unlock, but you can buy it for twenty nine ninety nine. It's yep. they do it, man. Yep. They make billions. Uh, the other thing that exclusive Ace pointed out that I did see is uh, detailed stats. So potentially you'll be able to see actual numbers um, when it comes to stats of weapons, which is really cool. Because for years, oh, that's cool. Yeah, for yeah. years these bars are meaningless and have been reported and proved yeah. to be bugged and not true like so many times. Um, so so that'll actually be that'll actually be really cool. Detailed uh, numbers, yeah, that's very maybe, helpful. Maybe like our friends, the drop shot say, maybe they'll combine that with detailed weapon balancing in the patch notes with actual numbers, and that would be, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, it would be like recoil drop by three points, accuracy bumped up by five, yada, yada, yada. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's Gunsmith Innovations, aftermarket parts, and I didn't see tuning. I can't tell. I guess we'll know more on Thursday if weapon tuning is coming back. I hope it's gone. Um it's really dumb and it's it's just too much noise they're they're getting uh they're getting a little too much towards tarkov where tarkov has like it's like changes that don't need to be changes especially with the shit net code that's in this game there's no way you can feel some of those tuning things so just get it out of the game it's pointless it's too much it's like it's like why like when tarkov has like 80 different kinds of 762 ammo and they add three more it's like stop it's too it's like it's too granular just just quit 
So, with all that being said, that's the new stuff with Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Roman numeral three. Call of Duty Next is coming. Things I hope to see. Better movement. Top of the list is visual recoil, man. They got to tone that down so us mouse players can see it, see to track shots, man. They have to. Please make it clean like Modern Warfare 2019. I beg of you. Um, I'll be excited to potentially see the new Warzone map, see where that's at. Um, maybe see what they're going to do for a resurgence mode. Maybe we'll hear about that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm more into 6v6 Call of Duty than I've been in a long time. Search and destroy. Noticed. Sorry. Search is, <laughs> search is fun, man. It's fun. Um, all right. Let's talk about a subject which I am not qualified to do, but I will bullshit my way through it as I do here. Counter Strike 2. Marquez, don't say visual recoil ever again. Counter Strike 2 is a game that I have not yet played. I do have it downloaded. And I definitely want to check it out. You know and the reason why you have it downloaded, right? What? You know the reason why it's already like downloaded for some people already in their libraries? I For me, it just replaced Counter-Strike. It's just replaced yeah, CSGO. Yeah. Which, which is the shady part about it. Really? You because, think that's weird? Well, all... Okay, so if you look at the most recently... If you look at the most recent reviews, most of them are going to be negative. But because it's it just replaced Counter Strike, it kept all the old reviews on Steam for Counter Strike Go. So has any it's other sitting game, at mostly positive. Has but any it other kept game all the good reviews? Has any other game ever been able to do that, or just because it's Valve, they were able to like pull some shenanigans? Probably just because it's Valve. Yeah. Weird. Cheaters have been running amok, apparently, in this it, game. In CS2. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, cheaters are everywhere. A lot of people I've I've talked to are saying, and, and it's not like, uh, you know, uh, possibly a, che a cheater here and there. It's like s proper, like aiming at the ground, headshotting from across the map, cheating. Rage hackers, huh? Yeah, yeah. And the weird part is, some of the reviews are the weirdest part of this game right now because. People will say it's a bad game, lots of cheaters, but yet still recommend it good. Or say it's a good game, but then cheaters were in the way. Or, I mean, it's Steam. You're going to see people say, like, one of them, like I was looking at it earlier, it's like, <laughs> this game made me racist, you know? like, yeah. Or the other one is a positive review, but it's like, I miss CSGO. So it's like, what? My, my favorite ones are like this super negative reviews. And it's like playtime. Point one hours like you know you have no <laughs> yeah. idea what you're talking about i love those those are my favorite steam reviews I'm, I'm sad to hear that i expected to be some hiccups um i expect there will be some hiccups with cs2 um hopefully it settles out and they can get it fixed this game has such a massive player base man they gotta get it they gotta get it fixed and they i'm sure they will um but it, it is weird it's, i i don't know man it is weird when you have you wonder and I've always wondered about this too. I don't know that many pe people that religiously play CSGO or that played it. And I, the numbers are just 
astronomical. I feel like I'm not saying it. Okay, I'm not saying it. But there I feel like there is a universe where Valve could cook those numbers because Steam is their platform. I don't know. I don't know. I I just don't know that many people that play it. Well, but you also everyone got plays multiple it. reports of matchmaking not working properly as well. Um people saying that they're not getting into not able to get into games. Um and if they do, it's sometimes uh what's the word? Like unbalanced so teams won't fill up properly i don't know what's going on with this like that that's the most that's the most that's more rare than i've seen but a lot of it is still like it's still for a game this old because it's really just a new coat of paint that they put on to the old game well there's some stuff under the hood too where they talked about the new kinds of server stuff that's gonna like really reduce lag and make it feel really good and i i'm that's, I mean, this game could run on anyone's PC still. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and I really hope it works because I want to see Rainbow Six follow the same model. In a nutshell, I would love to see netcode improvements and engine upgrades and stuff and visual upgrades to the Rainbow. People, I mean, people, dude, people, there's people ha- that have over like 10K hours in Counter-Strike in total and will never put it down regardless of how bad it is. So I don't see this game dying anytime no, there's soon no way. i don't it's see this huge. yeah no it's too big rainbow six i don't know if they'll follow it but there there's no reason not to so i'm not worried about this game getting like the payday three treatment <laughs> where it's now sitting at still mostly negative or pro- possibly even mixed now but um yeah it's it's not looking it's not looking good so this to go even farther um Insider Gaming did catch Shroud in his stream saying that CS2 will kill Counter-Strike. And uh, I checked out the clip. You can check it out. But Shroud basically was playing it. I think the emotions were getting to him. As you guys know, content creators and people that play on Twitch play for incredible hours. Playing a game that takes focus like CSGO or CS2, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to get mad. I've said some pretty crazy shit on my Twitch stream when when the I mean, mentals are going. He said, wait, hold on. He said... Hold on. Repeat that again. He said Counter-Strike 2 will kill Counter-Strike? Yeah. Yeah. Technically, it already did. The Counter-Strike Go doesn't exist anymore. No, he just means the franchise Counter-Strike. So Counter-Strike 2, oh, Counter-Strike Go. I see what you mean. It, it yeah, will yeah, kill yeah, the yeah. franchise. Um, That's Yeah, that uh, is that, that that is a, a bit too emotional. He says, I think this game dies. He says, CS dies with 2. I think it does. I firmly believe that. I think it's the end of Counter-Strike with this game. I mean, we had a good run. And you, I listened to it, and his uh, his his teammates were like, oh, no, you don't mean that. He's like, I firmly believe that. Um, but he's talking about some of the changes to Smoke he doesn't like and some of the mechanical changes they made he doesn't like. But with somebody with Shroud who played at the top, top levels of professional CSGO who put, dude, I, the number of hours this man has put into Counter-Strike would be yeah. incredible. You're going to be mad. You're going to be uncomfortable. Worth. Yeah. yeah, you're going to be uncomfortable and pissed when they change things because you're so used to it. So I I feel like that was a little bit emotional. Dude, there's so many people playing this game, and I, I think they'll get the bugs worked out, and, and people will, will move on, and it'll be fine. That's that's what I think. I think that was that's probably probably a little, little bit emotional, bud. Um, 
Move, move on. Again, I don't really, I don't really, yeah, because I don't play it. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Let's move on. I need to try that game though. I need to try it. I might like it. But I'm scared because people, like you said, have put in tens of thousands of hours and will destroy me immediately. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about X Defiance alleged launch date, if it's good or bad, are you gonna hurt or what? Um, X Defiance is a game we followed along. I know a lot of people, almost every episode of the scope, somebody comes into chat um, asking about X Defiant. You guys are wanting to see this game. I am too, because I am excited for there to be an alternative, not a competitor, an alternative to Call of Duty. So if we go over here to Insider Gaming, uh, El Baberto, your name is terrible, on Twitter, <laughs> um, has announced this has been a reliable leaker. I would say like 70, 70-ish percent um, accurate uh, on leaks has said it's set to release on October 17th, which puts it in direct conflict with the beginning of Call of Duty's The Haunting event. It also means it'll drop just one day after the closure of the Modern Warfare 3 beta stages. But that could potentially redirect the attention of first-person shooter fans the world over. What do you think of that timing? Uh, I think Big Fry said it the best from his tweet that I saw of just like after the beta's done, X Defiant is going to launch. It's going to fill the void of a arcade shooter for a while. And then once Modern Warfare 3 comes out, you're going to see the player base drop pretty exponentially. Yes. Question. Yeah. Question is, how big is the, how big is the drop going to be? Can it recover from said drop? If it's big enough where it'll, it'll affect the servers and the matchmaking. If it doesn't and there's still a healthy player base, how long is that going to last until people just continue to trickle over to Modern Warfare 3 after its uh, release? And again, so, this is also depending on how the beta goes for Modern Warfare 3. Right. So so my take my take on the entire thing, like if you're looking like bird's eye view, initially this hurts them i think if they would have been able to release in the summer when they said when call of duty has its low point in the cod cycle people are disenfranchised with it tired of playing it ready for the next cod i think that would have been better because you would have got you would have got like a couple 100%. months of of people not wanting to play cod yep but now they're going to launch right within the midst of the new call of duty but i think that timing the window sucks the timing is good if that makes sense. Like it's 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 launching really close to COD, which sucks, but right after the beta is a pretty cool move. Cause because after the beta, people are not gonna, gonna we'll go back and play the old COD. They're ready for something new. There's X Defiant. I think that's pretty cool. When Modern Warfare 3 drops, the player numbers will drop. However, they have allegedly a year's worth of post-launch content slated for X Defiant. So that means it's at least gonna get supported until the next drop in the Call of Duty cycle next year when people are tired of modern warfare 3 and look into treyarch's thing so it's going to get a couple chances and there's always going to be those times as call of duties wear on in their year-long cycle the longer it gets the less people want to play it and x defiant will be there so i think it's still going to get just as good a chance as it would have because it's at least going to go for a year and they have to release an S&D mode really fast, please. Mark, please, Mark. 
<laughs> I'm begging you. I want to clearly he listens to us. Obviously, I want to write an open letter to Mark, and it would just say, "S and D mode." Sincerely, Crash. That's all I would say. <laughs> just like a really long letter, it drops down to the ground, and it just says, "Please S and D." That's it. He'll unfold it. <laughs> and it'll just say that. <laughs> or it'll yeah. be like a a, ma- a huge paper folded like a hundred times. Yeah. And then when he finally gets to it, please S and D. Yeah, for me, for me, the like the Halloween Call of Duty event, I could not care. I could care. I couldn't care less. Like it's terrible. I don't care about it. So I don't think what? that has much of an effect on X Defiant. Um, I, uh, I yeah. I just hope it starts solid, and I hope they get an S and D mode in there quickly, and then I'll definitely put some time into it. And it'll probably be it'll probably be part of the rotation of, of games that I stream for part sure. Part of the rotation. Get it in there. Um. Yeah, so that's what's up with X Defiant. It could be coming out this month. A little bit late, but there you go. And again, not a competitor, not a COD killer, just an alternative. Um, you wanna- uh, I want to just, you got to put that in people's heads. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. Quick shot. Do you want a quick shot? Let's do a quick shot. I got one for you. Uh, Road to Vostok, friend of the program. Ooh. Yeah. Friend of the program, Road to Vostok, is uh, switching engines. I actually watched the devlog today where that's happening. As you guys know, we talked about uh, Unity was just being really just dumb um, with their monetization. It kind of makes it feel like untrustworthy and stuff uh, with some of those. And uh, Auntie decided to go with the Godot engine, which I had not heard of. And in two days, had like a working version of the game already ported over. That guy is an absolute wizard, man. Um, yeah, but, and he's had some good help as well too lately. He he's uh, he's killing it. And these are the screenshots in the new engine. So he basically a massive loss for Unity. Like, dude, this game is mm-hmm. looking so good. People are excited about it. And uh, yeah, but it could be it could be a, a boost also to get some eyes on the Godot engine, and maybe that starts to be uh, used more supported and becomes a better a better alternative to Unity if they're going to do that. Yeah, That's I never how, heard about it until I neither he, uh, with him. I neither, but it's looking really good. Um, <clears throat> I'm really relieved to hear this actually too, because when I heard um, when I heard about all that. Um, drama with unity i was scared for this game like i thought it might really mess up auntie and, and what he was working on and mess up his roadmap and stuff um it might delay things just a little bit but he's switching to a new engine and absolutely just, work just ethic cooking. on this guy man yeah he's cooking <clears throat> so it's it's really cool and uh it's going well so it's it's over on a new engine and uh looks like it's it's happening um, yeah, yesterday on the on the thirtieth, posted stuff about the FPS animation systems and synchronization, and that it's looking good. Audio sounds awesome. Um, custom keybinds are in there. Pause menu, audio channeling, ultra wide monitors, UI scaling, all that stuff's in there already. And he's only been working on it a few days, like not really necessarily even a week. So, yeah, it it doesn't sound like he's even gonna miss a beat with that. So that's the update on Road to Vostok. Good stuff. 
Good stuff. Ready for the next one? Um, Hell yeah. Alar Prime is a game. It's a video game. Game of all games. It's a game. Um, One of the games of all time. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to be playtesting that on Thursday in between COD decks and our, uh, our episode. So I'm excited to get What time is it? Uh, when's COD next? No, what time is the playtest? Because I, I never got a time for the playtest. The playtest? I just got a date. Is in my messages. Stand by. Cue the Jeopardy. Standing theme. by. Uh, 1 p.m. Central. 1 p.m. Central, which is 2 p.m. my time. Yeah. On Thursday. Yeah. So, okay. Cod cool. next. Cod next will be like in the morning as soon as that's over. Alara Prime playtest as soon as that's over. Program. Program. We're going to do another okay. program. Cool. So, so I'm excited to play day. this. Busy because day. I like search and destroy modes. This is one of those. However, the twist is there's three teams 4v4v4. So I'm uh, finally looking forward to getting able to play this. I know a few friends who've played it and have said nothing but good things. So okay, that's good. That's good to know. It's got a twist. Redbeard really likes it. Fry's really enjoyed it. Abel, um, Redbeard was the one that shot uh shouted me out to get me into it. So yeah, same. Shout I, out Redbeard. He's excited yeah. about it. Shout out Redbeard. If you don't follow him, get your shit together. Love you, homie. Thanks, thanks, Redbeard. <laughs> um, so yeah, I look forward um, to. I'm report. excited to try it out. Report yeah. back on that. Um, do you have any other quick shots? Another quick shot. Quick shot! Uh, Ascendant Infinity was another playtest. Oh, yeah. Of the games, of all games. Um, no, in all honesty, it was actually pretty fun. Um, I got to play with Big Fry and Mr. Abel Green, or uh, Abel Green Official. Yeah. Now that's his new YouTube. I got to get used to that. Um, but yeah, um, from what I tried, it is an extraction game. It's 3v3v3. V3. So four teams of four squads of three. Um, you all spawn at the same time. You got you got like there's like cores on the map. Have you seen gameplay of it? I I saw gameplay when they were doing play tests when there wasn't any texture and it was just blocked out. Yeah, yeah. For Fry was telling me about because I, I had no clue about it. Um, um and he was telling me that last time you played it was just all gray box. So yes. to see a little bit of a tone with like quote unquote the eighties, which didn't really feel like it was the 80s um you had like a tv announcer about that was about it you know it kind of felt like um the tv announcer final um a little bit a little bit but not as um in your face <laughs> as the finals but in the beginning it was and then um the shooting felt okay it's it's just the optimization a lot of lag spikes a lot of fps drops here and there um, I will say we won two out of three um, rounds. In fact, we beat the other team so bad that two of them um, on each uh, each of the rounds that we played, they rage quit. Jeez, man. So, yeah, or they might have rage quit. Yeah, no, they definitely rage quit because they didn't even have deaths on their, or they did, but it wasn't enough. Because if you die after a certain amount of times, you know, you lose your lives and then that's it, you're out of the game unless you could pick up a core 
and that gives a life to everyone in your squad. So the last round of the day, we're getting like our asses handed to us. I'm trying to survive against two other teams in the same area. So it's so Frying and uh, Abel go down. I couldn't get close to them to save them because I was focusing on other fights around me, trying to get to them to the point where they finally get um back and were able to take out another team so then it was one team left and then they go down one more time so they're out and i had one life left and i was able to clutch it right at the end we were able to win so it was it was just cool to have that kind of um experience i haven't had an experience like that for a long time especially when it comes to uh an fps extraction game um so if really it's just because everything seems to be okay um the optimization when it comes to the graphic setting seems very on very bad in in honesty um the the game itself it's cool because like you have like a social hub as well too if i got to mention in my last video is that you can we were right at the end we were talking to people you know you could talk to people in a social hub so you could just talk crap to other players and stuff like that i would never (laughs) <laughs> you'd be like hey who was that team that we effed up you know i wouldn't uh, you guys got your asses handed to you huh you know just stuff like that i bet um, your credit score is really low that's all i'd say <laughs> i would get personal uh, real bet, quick I, I bet you're still paying car payments ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do it it's sorry anyways is it uh, so yeah, it was my cool. question is is it special enough and unique enough to break the hump that that's, early access indie fps have man i don't I'm know i'm scared for this game man because you look at and i mentioned the frontier the cycle frontier star seeds dead some two extraction shooters also based in like a semi-futuristic actually not even semi-futuristic futuristic world with other ai too because both all three of those games have npcs and even I would say the Frontier Cycle shares a lot more with Ascendant Infinity because you have like the drones, you have the the weird creatures, you have these giant monsters, you know, they're not as bad. You can kind of avoid them. So you can really just focus on the PVP between other players. But um, it's uh, you can use the AI to farm power, which then you can bank into like the store. So then if you do end up dying, you have some money in the bank. So it's kind of like, and then there's also like a really decent, like we didn't realize that at the end, there's like an actual decent weapon customization, everything from like your magazine. You can switch it from like a light magazine to a heavy magazine to switch heavy rounds. You could do the stock, the grip, the muzzle break, the sight. Like it was like, whoa, hold on. There's there's a little bit more to this. I could see the extraction part because now there's a shop. You know, you had the um, the character customization, which was so weird. I mean, you could put a, you know, it's 2023. You could put a bra on a guy nowadays. You know, you could put, you could literally, there was naked people <laughs> running around in the playing field just in their underwear. You PUBG. Know? And like PUBG. It was undies. funny because it was like, because technically they had a shield, but it was just them in their underwear. So <laughs> it was. It was pretty funny. So, and there was like a weird glitch that even if you turn, because there's nudity in the game, you can like check mark it to turn it off. But even if you check marked it to turn it off when you were loading into the game, 
everyone's clothes was still loading in. So I just saw my teammates naked. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, all right, cool. I'm glad. That's kind of weird. I'm glad I wasn't streaming. I was recording. It's funny, but, but if you were streaming, you know, it's funny. But like, what does that add to the game? Have nudity in it? Like, that's it, yeah. I don't know. I weird. really don't know. It's like, I mean, it's kind of like Rust has nudity and uh, Conan Exiles has nudity. Um, I think it's just like a, a funny joke gimmick, you know. All the like, sixteen-year-old high school listeners are writing all these down. Imagine, oh yeah, oh yeah. But just imagine getting <laughs> crapped on, you know, and then just that would be a real tea bag. And all of us, and, and then a real tea bag. Exactly. That's a legit tea bag. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a cool thing. It's a cool idea. I'm just worried that it'll end up like these other um, early access shooters nowadays. Cause I mean, it's also on unreal engine five as well too. So like I'm looking at the trailers and stuff like that on the stream right now. And it looks like such a more completed game than yeah, where we it was. originally. I remember the played. white box version or whatever you call it. Like yeah. The- and even that looks like, I mean, insanely better a um, little bit, not as good, I guess you could say, but still, like, for what it is, it's pretty cool. So I'm, uh, I could see if I, if this game does come out and it's, and it's, I mean, I'm still going to give it a shot when it does come out, like officially, but if it's doing well and it's continuing its player base, I can see me like almost maining this game. Almost. Only because there's other games I would like to play, but I love extraction games, and I just don't want to take the time out of my day to learn the Russian alphabet to freaking play Tarkov just to learn different ammo types. You so, know, like I just want to get into a game with my friends. Hey, let's get a couple rounds in extraction. Boom, done. Out of here. We'll come back tomorrow. Hey, we still got stuff from last round. Simple, simple. So, oh yeah question what's your what's your elevator pitch couple sentences what do you what's the gameplay loop like when you spawn in what's your objective and what do you do four teams of three fighting over cores there's pvpve last team standing wins so it's like hazard zone Except Hazard Zone doesn't have AI, right? Yeah. Or did I don't think they did. Did they? Oh yeah. Oh, see, <laughs> tells you how much I remember about Hazard Zone. That game died quick. <laughs> True. <laughs> but no, the difference. I, the difference being, I'm not comparing it to Hazard Zone. The difference is there's a winner. There's not really a winner in Hazard Zone. Like all you really do is make money and collect drives, and that's it. Hazard Zone. No, there's a there's a winner. There's a scoreboard. You can talk. Oh yeah, and then the social hub. Yeah, <laughs> and then talk crap. <laughs> I'll do it. I think I I didn't test it out, but I think you can talk to people in raid as well. Which oh, proc chat would be hilarious. I hope to God yeah, there is too. there's proc chat. That's content. I've always dude. I dude. Oh please. I love that in Hunt Showdown. I liked it when Tarkov brought it in. Talking shit to players as you're like. Fighting them mid gunfight is like, hey man, you suck. Just like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't really think it's a bad idea in most applications. 
it's a it would be a great it's almost like um dark and darker where it would be a great content creator game yeah i get it again if it survives long enough so nice and eventually you're gonna need content because like playing the same map over and over again you kind of tend to spots and stuff like that like there's a little like vents and stuff you can climb through and stuff so that can that can be be that can be a huge challenge with indie developers having the pipeline to be able to pump out enough content to keep today's fps player engaged you know because they're used to exactly a lot of content in some games but you could tell i can i can feel the unreal engineness of it especially like when i saw like the number count on like the battle rifle which is just like the ar it's the same font as like any other classic unreal engine fps so nice no it's uh it's cool i will check it out for sure mm-hmm. is there like a um, there's what's another the launch play, there's another play test coming up i don't know that's the thing i don't know when the launch is there's another play test coming out on uh i believe the seventh or the fifth or the sixth one of those days um but sadly uh able and fry won't be able to make it so won't be able to play this one because i was only able to get a certain amount of keys gotcha cool man yeah that's about it okay trying to think if there's anything else. oh wait wait is there one more thing only because remember when i talked about that game that got copyright strikes and cease and desist that vr game that was like operation metro in vr yes yeah so i found out and he posted it on steam on the the game's store page i mean not the store page because it's not really on there anymore but it's like on the page when you have if you still have the game in your library he still posts updates there's a new game he's working on called Convergence. And it's basically it from what from a quick glance, it looks like st- not stalker, but almost like I was talking to Loaf about it because I was playing with him today. It's like if you took I don't know, it's it's a post-apocalyptic Eastern European game that now you can go outside and you have a dog as a companion. With a day and night cycle. In VR? In VR. Whoa. Yeah. It's called Convergence. Originally, um, originally, uh, the, 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 the Paradox of Hope. I really hope to be able to, uh, to get VR someday. Yeah, it almost feels like, what was it? It feels like, uh, <laughs> I was talking, it's like, I was talking to Loaf. That's why I was like, it feels like Dead Side, but in VR. Really? Is it? Is that, yeah. Wait, he, he just got the cease and desist and he's already got like a working product? I think he took a lot of those, like, because it looks like the same AK. Uh, it looks like the same Makarov, but it's not underground in the Metro anymore. You know, it's not in the Russian tunnel, subway tunnels, which I think was the biggest like red flag for um, 
the Metro series, which is stupid in my opinion anyways, because it's not like he's running around calling it Metro VR, you know, but um, it was just like simple, similar enough that he got the cease and desist. And sadly, he even said he's just one guy. He wouldn't be able to, you know, fight this in court, which is sad to say. Um, that those big companies have such power over smaller creators like that. But um, yeah, it it was like, it's because it doesn't look like Stalker because I don't think there's any anomalies. So it's not going to be Into the Radius, which is another VR title that is an open world day and night cycle, Eastern European, but it's got weird creatures and anomalies and stuff like that. And that one's called Into the Radius. Um, that's another great game for VR. Um, it's got like weapon cleaning. Uh, you got to eat food like in VR, which is hilarious. So I think maybe <laughs> there'll be something along that line. Yeah, it's hilarious because like you'll like in into the radius, you'll um, open up like a can of like uh, pineapples. You'll stick your knife into the can, and this is all like you're moving your hand like you would in real life. And then you take the knife, put it up to your mouth, and your initial reaction of putting food near your mouth, even though you know it's VR, you know you have a headset on, but for some reason, I've seen it over and over again, you open your mouth. Uh, and all you're doing is sticking a freaking VR controller next to your mouth. <laughs> that's funny. I so guess so it's the- It's cool, yeah, to see that. So the MetaQuest 3 is like already is releasing soon. Oh, dude, have you seen the MetaQuest 3 facial software? No. That, uh the Zuck and another creator, Mr. Mark Zuckerberg, the Zuck, uh, aka Zuck Daddy, um, aka uh Zoinks. I don't know. I'm just making up nicknames at this point. You're um, freaking me out. <laughs> I don't agree with a lot of the shit he does, but I do have to pretty it, it is pretty cool. It's like they're talking to each other with their faces in live time like a live action i, I guess, usually talk with my face yeah no but like you imagine in vr you have a headset on you're talking to me in a different state with a, with the same headset on and you can see my face properly in right in front of you every single detail motion of the mouth eyebrows nose twitch um all that every clothes i'm wearing you know from like the shoulders up pretty much but the fact that they have that detail is insane. And then you start thinking about games in that aspect, video games. Imagine playing a first-person or VR shooter. I guess it is technically first-person. And you look over to your left, and then you see your friend's face with a full operator kit on. You know, that would be insane. Is this happening? I could see that being a thing. I mean, it's literally just like the shoulders up and all you would have to do is just replace from the neck down with like a different model, you know? And if it's a realistic enough looking game, then, you know, you can make it realistic enough to match the face, perhaps. So Bryce um, got one on pre-order yeah. ships on the 10th oh he does how much is that i mean it's 499.99 it's not meta the meta quest 3 is four is 500 bucks yeah 
that's actually not bad. It's not bad. It's only a hundred bucks more than the thousand dollars still for the Valve Index, which is still, in my opinion, top of the line for VR PC games. But it's yeah. so expensive, and it's still, a, and it's a little bit bulky. Where now the Meta Quest Three is like a little bit tinier, smaller. Um, the only issue I think with the Meta Quest Three, and this is getting a little bit more into like the VR realm, is that I think it focuses more on augmented reality than virtual reality. I think they they put a lot of time within um, augmented reality, where it's almost like a workspace. Or, you know, you have multiple desktops and stuff like that. The pass-through mode is like crystal, almost crystal clear compared to VR headsets of before. So um, we'll have to see when it comes to gaming. Um, am I going to be able to connect it via cable? I'm pretty sure you'll be able to connect it via cable to your PC, though. So then you could play. I mean, heck, I think there was rumors of Counter-Strike becoming a VR title or VR supported title. That'd I don't know crazy. how that will work. <laughs> Imagine play I mean then then again now then now you're looking at competitive. I mean they already have that with um Oh my god, what's that game that's such of an O, but it's like a, a first person tactical shooter that's in VR that has like a bomb mode. So you have search and destroy. I remember Pavlov. There's Pavlov, there's um such of an Oh, Jesus. Um are you getting old? I am getting old. Does it start with an O? Am I wrong? Yeah, I don't think it starts with an O. Oh, I am getting old. Shit. <laughs> Regardless, can you can you imagine yourself playing VR SND? Onward. Onward. It is okay. So it is, okay. It did start with an O. I remember. Thank you. I I remember after I read it. <laughs> um. <laughs> dude i don't know i really want to get a steering wheel to play american truck simulator and completely retire from fps gaming and then i could get a uh, quest 3 and then i could actually be in my truck like looking around yeah, exactly dude you Keeping could do that you gotta there's so many cool racing games but yeah um yeah it's just it was just cool to see one bringing him back to the subject that hand was the Paradox of Hope guy creator Nikita, which is his name as well too. Sketchy, um, sketchy. <laughs> Not the same one. I Don't swear. I promise. This isn't what he's doing. This isn't Nikita doing this on the side. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, it's just cool to see that I'll, uh, a quick turnaround. Like nothing's gonna stop this guy. So it's cool to see in yeah. in that stuff. And it's and you can wish list it right now on Steam. It's really Apparently cool. It's the release date is 2024. So it's it's really cool to see indie devs like just uh having these challenges and overcoming them with boss talking with, with that game. It's cool to see. It's cool to see. Oh, the other thing that we need to talk about is uh transients. Uh um wait. Look chat! So if you guys don't know, friend of the program, Big Fry TV making its own game uh we've had him on the show before talking about it um of course i missed it so that's actually on him for not releasing the devlog around my schedule his fault completely his um, fault so that's on him 100 but of course since i was gone it took the awesomeness to another level and they put out a demo that you can try so i encourage everyone um i know we've had a lot more listeners uh as of lately on the audio version 
that might not be familiar with uh, kind of our group of, of creators and hear us talk about that kind of stuff a lot, check out Transients on Steam, uh, wishlist it, and there's a free demo to check out. And um, I actually just played around in it before I was able to go live today because I, I wanted to talk about it in the quick shots. We might get into a little bit more depth uh, when I get some more time with it and some more info about it. But so far, I like what I see. The main thing I look at um, as an FPS gamer is like frame rate. I was worried about, um, I'm always worried about optimization, right? Um, but even when I was in gunfights and stuff, I uh, granted, um, I have a 4090, um, but I was in, you know, like two, I didn't mess with anything. I just jumped in and played. So I, I the, the graphic settings could have been maxed out. I'm not sure. I do know it looked clean as shit. Um, was two, probably around 270, 280 uh, frames in 1440p. So that's really good. Just to give you some context, mm -hmm. I usually get around 170 frames in COD. So I, and I know multiplayer versus single player, whatever. I'm just talking about frame rates to compare. If you're comparing like off of a game that a lot of people yeah. play, it had a better frame rates than Call of Duty. Um, I, the, the look of it was unique um, with like, it was like the textures were like really realistic, but the outlines were like cell shaded, like Borderlands or something. You know what I mean? With like, it yeah. was like hard lines yeah. on them and stuff. It was really cool. Um, the FPS controller was unique. Um, I really liked the leaning. It felt like there was a lot of inertia um, in the animations. They were smooth. This is just stuff that I noticed right off the bat. Again, you guys know, friend of the program, Big Fry. I'm not like brown nose him or anything. This is like the shit that I felt. This is, I mean, no, so it's a, it, coming from just a, looking at it as an actual game. I'm I looking will at say it the devlog video. There was a point where they were shooting a gun with no sight on top. It was just a rail. And they were, I think he was the, whoever was playing was point shooting. So it just felt, it just threw like it, it, it took me out of the trailer. Every time I see like a little um thing like that, I get it. It's part of the game. Cause you can customize your weapon pretty uh, intuitively, but it was just awkward to see someone shooting a gun with no sight no iron sight no red dot just the the, the picatinny rail all the way through so elon did definitely it. kind of threw me off elon, elon did elon it. shot a gun with no sight yeah they had a oh lord there, he posted a video on x where he had his barrett and it had not like you said it just had the flat rail on top no sight no nothing and he's hip shooting his 50 cal and I'm like, that's completely <laughs> fucking I mean, pointless. Yeah, he's just getting the recoil at that point. It's yeah. kind of dumb, though. It's pretty yeah, dumb. It is kind of dumb, regardless. The only but... thing I saw, so I will admit, with this game, I spent like ten minutes total so far because I I haven't got a chance to sit down with it. I haven't got a chance to watch the devlog. I haven't got a chance to like mess with it a bunch. But I think the AI probably needs work. Um, I would totally expect that from almost any game at this stage because. All games AI can always be better. Um, I thought the voice, like if I'm talking about like things I could, my opinion could improve. I thought the voice lines were a little bit too much. Like they were like constant, like the dudes were talking shit, like, but it was almost like I talking will say, over each other. I was supposed to, I, I did some voice work. Uh, Fry, what happened, brother? I know you're watching. <laughs> I know he's busy though. He's busy. I get it. But um, figured I'd call him out here because I can because I'm a dick. Um, oh. Yeah. I, yeah, I did notice that playing it. It was kind of like it, it repetitive over and over again. Um, and but then, then, you know, I it's, was also, it's a demo. 
I was also I was also getting wall banged um by the AI that I couldn't see. Were you? Yeah. So that doesn't feel good. Kind of funny. That doesn't feel good. But like I said, you can shoot the lights out, which is really cool. Um, it looked good. I I would expect it's not gonna be perfect this early. And um No, not at all. No, I like it. Um it it has a lot of promise. And with those, so I would say like the look of it, it's not realistic. Um, but it's really high fidelity not, and clean. Yeah. And I think with like the lighting and the cell shadedness and the unique look, I think it could be really immersive. And I'm I'm pretty excited to see the story. And again, I'm not just saying that um because I enjoy Big Fry's content and, and think he's a good dude. I'm just excited to see this game. Um, I'll probably go into it a little bit more depth when I uh, get around to making a video about it. Um, I usually like to be fast with this stuff, but as you guys know, I was gone. Um, it's, it's kind of a big step for him because as someone who has historically talked shit on games that don't do a good job, um, the bar is higher for him and he has a lot of haters waiting in the wings. So it takes some balls to make this. Um, I think they're doing a really good job so far where they're at. A few things need fixed. Obviously, you don't expect it to be perfect, but... No, I, it's going to be good. It's refreshing to see. We're hopeful for it. I'm also, I'm also kind of hopeful that it's successful in a way. And this, this might be my opinion changing after having played Starfield and kind of enjoying the story and stuff. We, we might need more indie developers to do what Road to Vostok is doing and do what Big Fry's team is doing and make some single-player games, you know? Don't, don't put yourself in that corner of having to pay for servers having to spend all that time on multiplayer netcode and making animations match across server client side, working on hit reg, all that stuff, paying the massive amount of, of that stuff. Just maybe we can start to start a trend in the FPS space where people make really good story games. And, and yeah, that I mean, might be a little uh, easier for studios to get started. I feel like there's that project quarantine game that's coming out. Um, Hey, I don't know when it's still being worked on, but I've seen some. They already had like the uh, the Patreon build come out for Patreon supporters, and uh, the new map and stuff like that looks a lot better from what I've heard. Um, I've seen pictures of the, the you know screenshots of the new map and stuff like that, and it's, it's orange box phase. But that's a single player and or co op extraction shooter. I've never that's I don't think that's ever really been a thing in today's market. And then people were complaining about it, saying, why don't you just add PvP to the game? Why isn't there multiplayer? Because multiplayer shooters are really hard to make when it comes to servers, netcode, hit reg, all that stuff that you have to worry about. You know, oh, people's yeah. computers talking to each other. You know, and, it's it's and, a lot of work. And it's I'm excited for something that's in a single-player aspect. At, you know, At this point, single-player is unique in the FPS space. And also, it's just <laughs> smart because look at the look at the fucking graveyard of, of FPS shooters, man, of multiplayer of multi, FPS of shooters. Multiplayer FPS shooters. Because yeah. there is so much that has to go into them from from netcode. Like, I mean, we're even talking about a game that had so much potential and so much potential market share in World War Three, and we always make fun of it every week of how terrible they did with that game. It's like it is hard to make an FPS game, and I don't know why more indie studios don't just try to make a really super, super good single player game because we've seen it time and time again. 
that single-player games can succeed. Some of the biggest games of the year, like Starfield, are single-player games. Why not make mm-hmm. some FPS ones? So I totally get it. It makes sense. Um, and like I said, if you're listening to this on the audio show, if you're on YouTube, highly recommend checking out. Go over to Steam. Um, check out, just search Transients. It's there, wishlist it, and you're out literally nothing to try. So where he's at early on, you can get in and see how it's progressing. I really appreciate that because uh, Fry's been really um, transparent um, in his Twitch stream about what issues they've they've had, where they're at, and he's got he's got a lot of pressure with a lot a lot of haters ready to ready to pounce on it. Um, so I'm looking forward to see how it plays out because I think with what I've seen, um, it's it's definitely I expected it to be well, but it's it, it's a little bit better than I expected it to be. Um, honestly, just, just mess around and play. It felt really good. Um, the base, if, if the story's good, um, I don't, I don't see how, how it can really be bad because it's because the base of it feels really good. So check out transients. It doesn't cost you anything. And, um, yeah, go roast big fry. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a program. What do you think? That is uh, an amazing program. I'm going to Brazil. probably... Uh, I'm going to try. I have a lot of videos I need to make. I'm so behind on my channel. Um, but I definitely going to make a video about, uh, about transients and probably expound on a little bit and give some examples on why a single player game is a good idea, um, at this point for indie developers. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have. Just remember guys, Thursday out of the ordinary special edition episode buff is coming back. And we're going to react to Call of Duty next Thursday, 5.30 Central, 6.30 Eastern. Set your clocks. Get excited. We'll be here. It'll be a lot of fun. Traditionally, like last year, the Call of Duty next post show. We call, I just, we call it the Call of Duty next post show. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. A lot of people came by. A lot of new listeners came by on YouTube. And it was fun. So anytime that I think a YouTube video is going to do well, it shits the bed. So I think that podcast is going to do well. So it'll probably be like two people here, but we'll have a good time regardless. With those two people. Dude, is it that way for or you? Or if you say the opposite. Oh, what? When I post, when I think, I, when oh, you this think, is going like, to be a banger of a video. Yeah, and then it just nothing. I put so much work into this. Yeah, and that's just how it is. But then, you yeah. know. Cool. Well, that's what I thought for my videos that I've been posting. Like, ah, why not real quick? still bomb but that's a whole other story <laughs> welcome to youtube bud. <laughs> it's a brutal bitch i'll tell you that it is it is um guys all right man yep thank you so much for watching we're gonna grab some food thursday be here with buff it's gonna be so much fun all two or three of you that show up it's gonna be a blast i love you all this will be up on audio platforms across the world thank you guys to all the new listeners there have been so many new listeners thank you to chat i can't wait to see you guys thursday i'm excited for an extra episode thank you for everything and we'll see you in seven days. Be a friend, tell a friend, bring someone back with you. Uh, See you on Thursday.